0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Enger. And today with me, my fabulous
1: (laughs) co-host. Hey, guys. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. And we're on episode 38.
0: And this episode we felt um, was super important because... Uh, We know that our listeners, the majority of them, are into um, building muscle and finding those gains in the gym and just that extra slight edge on whatever it is um, that we can incorporate um, new ways of trying to build lean tissue. And so we wanted to go over the ways in which our body actually slows down the production of testosterone as we know, that's a very anabolic hormone, um, mm-hmm. so it really helps with muscle growth. But not only that, it helps with decreasing body fat, increasing our energy, um, increasing libido. You know, it's a it's a pretty fabulous hormone, even for us ladies. So yes. we wanted to talk about some natural ways that you can increase your testosterone and then some things to avoid um, that could maybe be hindering your production. So why don't you start with some of the ways that um, people can have lower testosterone or lower production by some of the life habits that they create, Chris? Yes,
1: of course. Perfect. Yeah, so, um, yes, Amy said it right. Testosterone is important for us females as well, and there are a couple ways that your testosterone might be lowering that maybe you did not think of. Um, So, actually, the couple things – right off the bat our lack of exercise actually um, will decrease your testosterone. Um, an increase of body fat will have the same effect. Um, another thing that a lot of us sometimes maybe consider, but don't realize the true effects are, are a lot of pesticides um, or toxic consumption or you know, like bottles or plastics that have BPA in them, they can actually have adverse effects for your hormone function as well, especially with the testosterone. And the key um, thing to note there is that
0: they increase estrogen with those toxins. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's why it really does hinder um, the production of testosterone. So it's not directly affecting the testosterone, but it is increasing the estrogen. That, that
1: is well said. Sorry. Yes. Didn't mean <laughs>
0: No, oh, no, no. That you. was good. <laughs>
1: Um, processed foods is another one as well. Um, that can also affect it <clears throat> and also having, um, a lack of sleep so our sleep. I know we have talked a lot about in different podcasts, but that is super important because like estrogen affects your um, testosterone production. So does cortisol. So we want to make sure that we're getting a restful night's sleep. Um, a, if you're having a super low fat diet or a really low carb diet, um, anything that's like an extreme case will obviously it affects your hormones. We've kind of like um, gone over that a little bit in podcasts as well, but will affect your testosterone and excess exercise is another thing that um, anything like done to the extreme, obviously will kind of interrupt that harmony that happens within your body. So You can also have effects from that as well. Uh, Is there anything I'm missing
0: on that one? Well, just the fact that – so you mentioned the sleep. You know, if you're a bodybuilder, you're going to want to get seven to nine hours of sleep, and it should be – it also – when you get that solid REM cycle, not only does it reset your adrenal glands, but it also promotes the production of the human growth hormone – So um, those are all key. If we are in a sympathetic state all the time, that fight or flight mode, we are going to be increasing our cortisol. It's going to impact our HPA axis, which we've talked about in previous podcasts. Those all um, put you into a catabolic state. And Mm -hmm. so when that is present, um, you know, the breakdown of muscle is very um, prevalent because the body needs glucose um and so that state you want to try to get out of that and be in more of a rest and digest and be in that parasympathetic state so that you're able to be in an anabolic situation where you're promoting the production of testosterone so even if you can if you can get more than seven and maybe like an eight to nine um even better and um some other things that help. So Chris had mentioned, you know, the excess exercise or lack of exercise. I know we we're saying two different things there, but um,
1: it's, <laughs> it's all the extreme.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all an extreme. So if you are able to do, and I know my ladies out there love a lower body workout, um, the larger muscle groups. So, you know, your lunges, your um, RDLs, your Anytime you're getting your glutes activated, um, those larger muscle groups, that is going to be a good way to boost testosterone. So I know no one's mad about that. At least most females aren't (laughs) because we, we love a good glute exercise. Um, anything like that where you're incorporating fast twitch muscles. So like box step ups, um, sprints, you know, nothing longer than 90 seconds, um, those are going to get the systems in place that are going to produce more testosterone. Any of your long extended period of like aerobic activities that are like cycling and things like that, again, you get back into that catabolic state um, and it does not really promote the production of the testosterone. So you had mentioned um, processed foods. Let's go a little bit deeper into that um, and talk about, some of the stuff that comes from canned foods, and if we're not like having grass-fed, wild-caught things of that nature, um, yeah.
1: The yeah, I mean, you said it right there. Like a lot of um, toxins actually leach into our food that we are unaware of by eating out of plastic Tupperware all the time, um, or like even metals from canned foods that we're ingesting even our uh, proteins that are not coming in, like grass-fed or wild-caught seafoods. So, yeah, we want to make sure that we are thinking about the things, even though it might not seem like you're (laughs) literally, like, eating plastic because you're eating out of a plastic container. But over time, it's just a matter of, like, the buildup over time, the toxins within your system. Yeah, the leeches. So can
0: you you share with our audience some things that you've done to – Just try to, and it really does affect the adrenal glands. Um, I know for me, I stopped using scented candles because of the toxins that um, I was inhaling basically on a nightly basis. Um, But as far as what are some things that you did to mitigate that um, and some strategies you've used to kind of lower um, the toxins that you're intaking? Of course. Which, which increase estrogen. So again, it's a, you know.
1: Yeah, and it all stemmed from trying to take better care of my adrenals after, um, you know, I had been competing for a while. And I actually switched from plastic containers, even though the plastic, a lot of plastic containers are bottles that say, like, BPA-free, um, you're still getting some, like, chemical toxicity and leaching in there, especially, like, consistently over time. So I actually went out and bought, like – Um, I think it was from like, uh, like a big box store, uh, a container, a bunch of containers that are glass. um, And they're like come in all different sizes so that I can like pack all my different foods in there and I'll take them with me. Um, so one, it's, it's, better like microwaving and washing, but also like, I don't have to worry about that plastic leaching in there. That has been like a big change. It was a little bit tough at first, I will say, because plastic is a lot lighter than glass is, but, um, like you just have to like, it's just like anything. You just make habits and make adjustments. And if it's the long-term benefits are better then then I'm all for it, but. Um. yeah, that's one environmental thing that I've made like a big difference in. Also being careful about like parabens and stuff that are in some of my beauty products. I've been a little bit more selective. That's, you know, a little bit of change at a time and you can kind of make some positive adjustments in that way.
0: Yeah, I agree. And we were just talking in before um, the recording here about um, the we really since we have to drink at least a gallon of water or more um, that it's really cumbersome to find something that not only keeps your beverage cold or hot, but it also is large enough so that, you know, I mean, lugging around a a glass container or a, um, (laughs) it just seems like they don't make a whole lot of metal containers. Um, The swell are great for, you know, not consuming the BPA, but, um, in the summertime, you know, the the necks are so small it's hard to put ice cubes in there and then it's hard to keep yeah. it cool. Uh, we were talking about how the Yetis, you know, they kind of spill over a bit um, if, you know, you want to throw it in your purse or a bag or something, um, even though they do a good job of keeping it cool or warm so we're we're looking at the hydro flask so if you if any of you have an idea on something that's like bigger than 64 ounces um that was the biggest we could find it it's supposed to be a beer growler but it's actually (laughs) we're just going to use it for our water um so if any of you have any ideas um other than the hydro flask of how you kind of keep your um your metal or your glass containers with your your fluids that you're drinking um please send those ideas our way um, because we'd be very interested in those. Um, And then just, you know, using filtered water versus like tap water um, can also help as well. So um, some other ways that you can boost testosterone is eating your cruciferous vegetables. So your broccoli and your cauliflower. So I definitely have my cauliflower rice quite a bit. And I am a big fan of the broccolini um how do you incorporate your cruciferous vegetables
1: yeah I just do like tons of variety but yeah cauliflower rice is like the easiest and um probably the most versatile of things but I've also done like um cauliflower like pizza crusts or um like zucchini noodles tons of like even like greens like sauteed greens so um yeah. I, the vegetables can be pretty versatile and things that you're using.
0: Yeah. I wonder if maybe just like a broccoli slough versus the zucchini noodle, noodles, um, mm, just yeah. so that you're getting a cruciferous veggie, but, um, that, yeah, yeah. any, any vegetables and fruits are going to provide the antioxidants, um, so that you're not in that oxidative state, uh, that really helps with stress. Um, and again, lowering the cortisol production, which will then boost testosterone. So make sure that you're still getting things like that of, um, your greens and things, um, of the, with the the veggies. Um, some other ideas are meditation. So you're going to increase your DHEA in that situation. And then, um, saunas are a good way to just really activate the parasympathetic, nervous system and really get in that rest and digest state um i know i like a hot bath to get that vasodilation uh, you have some other tricks as well yeah i
1: love the epsom salt baths i think those are like that's my like go-to probably like once a week not only does my body feel like a lot uh looser and relaxed but um i definitely like i know that i've had like some lower magnesium intake. So that has definitely helped a lot. I, I love the Epsom salt baths and you can get them like uh, different scents and stuff like that. So I think there's like a lavender and a eucalyptus, like a stress one. Um, so it's just like a nice way to treat yourself too. But, um, I think definitely being aware of your emotional base, like the stress coming from any type of emotional situations going on is another thing to take into account too. Um, when Amy is like talking about that fight or flight that happens when you are like super stressed and you have tons of things you're trying to juggle. Um, one thing that actually really helps me is, um, I was reading in a book that they were talking about, um, how we're always, and I mentioned this a little bit in the last podcast, how we're always like in a rush and we're busy. And if you're telling someone to, or you're telling yourself like, hurry up, we have to go. And you're like, you have that emotion and that feeling of going really fast. Um, You're not really going any faster. You're just stressing yourself out about it. Um, So that might just be something I've actually kept in the back of my mind. If I'm like, oh, I have to do this. I have 10 minutes. I need to run here. Like, just move at a steady pace. You're still going to get it done and go. Like, you can't go any faster than you're going already. So um, that's one thing that I would throw in there to help people out with that fight or flight mentality um detoxing from oh what's that oh I just said love it <laughs> oh yeah like it's a little thing sometimes that makes a big difference but um the other thing I was going to mention was detoxing from like heavy metals so uh, we talked about like how you can get um, toxins built up in your system um but making sure that you are um you know switching out those things to alleviate that build up um and just taking good care of your body. The epsom salts are supposed to help with like a detox and sauna and, and those kinds of things as well. Yeah. So we
0: wanted to talk about since um, if you've noticed the trend here that decreasing your cortisol and um, getting out of that catabolic state, out of that fight or flight, um, and getting into that parasympathetic um, state is going to build testosterone. So we wanted to talk about our favorite supplements um, obviously these are all strategies that you can use and implement and they will help um, boost your natural production of testosterone. But we have some additional favorite products that we take pretty much on a daily basis, um, Mm -hmm. that not only help combat stress, but also help with the production of, uh, the human growth hormone when we're sleeping at night. And it definitely, um, they're good strategies to kind of supplement and implement into your regimen so that you are, um, increasing your natural production of testosterone. So I wanted to start with, um, nighttime recovery by Avacare and it has basically a ton of different elements that will help with, um, muscle building. Um, so your magnesium, as Chris mentioned before, is a huge, um, It's probably the number one mineral that promotes the production of testosterone naturally, along with zinc. Those are the two number one. Um, Actually, I would put zinc above the magnesium even for Uh um, basically promoting that anabolic state. Um, Some other things that you're going to want to have incorporated are B vitamins, um, and those will help you combat stress. So we have that in our nighttime recovery and then the maca root is a, it's basically, um, an herb that promotes, um, performance and it helps with muscle gain and increases, um, strength. And then probably my, my other favorite component of the nighttime recovery is the ashwagandha. And so, I'm sure you've all heard a lot about ashwagandha um, and the benefits that it creates by relieving stress and anxiety and um, really bringing you into that parasympathetic state. can't talk right
1: now. Um, That is like (laughs) one of my, oh yeah, that's like one of my favorite, absolute favorite supplements. Um, Just like so handy when you're traveling too, and you're trying to get a good night's sleep. I have run out of that and tried to just do like melatonin, by itself and there is just like nothing comparable to like that blend it really does help me like feel like i'm getting a really good night's
0: rest yeah and the the main thing about this too is um i'll notice that if i'm not taking it my muscles are a lot more sore because Mm -hmm. this helps with that human growth hormone production um so not only does it help with the sleep but it also helps with repair um, at night. And so I've noticed that my turnaround time for recovery is a lot better. Um, and I, I, certainly, not everybody feels this, but when I take nighttime recovery, I have to be going to bed within like 30 minutes. Otherwise it kind of knocks me out. Um, uh, not everybody <laughs> said that, but it, for me, yeah, I remember I, I told one of my clients, um, just make sure that you take it like right before bed because it affects people differently. And she decided she was going to take it and forgot that I had mentioned that and started studying. And she's like, I woke up the next morning and I was asleep on my study notes. (laughs) I didn't get very far. I was like, yeah, I told you, I warned you. But, um, but yeah, so that one is, it hits a lot of points that are great for producing natural testosterone. Do you want to, um, talk about another favorite that we have for for reducing Mm -hmm. stress?
1: Yes, Oasis is another one that we utilize a lot, um, especially when we're combating stress. So this one has a lot of the um, B vitamins that Amy's talking about that are super important as well. Um, But it also has um, a blend of adaptogens, which are, um, they're like, they're extracts or they're like roots or leaves from, these plants that are actually um, made to endure like really harsh conditions. So they have, well, I mean, they adapt obviously to their environment and they survive. So there's a lot of, there's a whole blend in here that actually um, it's like a powder mix. So you drink and it helps with um, combating a lot of those stress and doing a lot of those recovery items. Um, Some specific ones that are in here are rhodiola, which has been known to help combat stress, like I said, and also ease mental fatigue. So that's a lot. I mean, that's where I feel the most tired at the end of the day, (laughs) my brain. Um, So the Oasis is really good for that. It has elderberry in it for immune function and also astragalus, which is good for your anti-inflammatory components. So um, that, along with some fruit extracts, which we already talked about, are really good antioxidants. Um, for having your body produce hormones um, in the correct form and function. Um, Oasis is a good one too. Yeah, and
0: I mix it up. Um, my Beijing cocktail that I make at night, um, <laughs> I, yes, I, I've seen that. I use the stick pack. So the Oasis is a blueberry-flavored zero-calorie beverage. Um, you can actually use it as a sweetener in blueberry tea and drink it hot. Or you can make like a little mocktail um, and blend it up with like a LaCroix or a polar, you know, some sort of like sparkling water and ice um, and then kind of pour it on top. And it really um, makes like a bougie little mocktail. And um, and then I pour my sleepworks inside of that. Um, I've also recommended to people if they want some flavor to their egg whites. I know this sounds really silly, but. Um, when you're dieting, sometimes like the little things <laughs> get us through. So I like, since the Oasis is zero calories, um, it kind of makes a, a bit of like a jelly
1: type or like a syrup. taste.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can put it on your egg whites. And then if you have a scoop of peanut butter, again, I know freaking weird, but, um, <laughs> it's like PB and J eggs. And you can try it like in your oatmeal too, and um, it just tastes so good. I it is. Oasis, and um, it definitely keeps me like a sane mom.
1: Yeah, it's a blueberry.
0: A little crazy sometimes. Oh
1: yeah, just so people know what the flavor is, it's like a blueberry flavor. So that's why it makes like a PB and J, and the egg whites are cooked like a crepe. So mm-hmm. it's like you're getting a dessert. I've also had people mix it in like non fat plain Greek yogurt if they're needing Oh some yeah. flavor. Yes. So that adds like a lot of um yeah, it's, it's like a nice yogurt. desserty treat. Mm-hmm. I
0: forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, I don't do a ton of dairy, so I I forgot about that one. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um so let's talk about sleepworks because I do pour that in as well <laughs> to my cocktail. <laughs> my Beijing cocktail. So, um Sleepworks definitely has the B vitamins, the magnesium and the zinc. Um again, all very good for testosterone increasing um supplements, but it also includes um some valerian root, which valerian root, if you remember from our HPA axis, um you know, there's nothing that is such a thing as adrenal fatigue, but um that is your adrenals can get very taxed and so if you consume valerian root, it can really help reset your adrenals um and having them function optimally because we know that that there's either non functioning adrenals, which is Cushing's disease or Addison's (laughs) disease, and then there's just not as optimal. So if your adrenals are um out of whack, it's gonna you're you're gonna always be in fight or flight. Um, your thyroid is going to start to be affected, which then affects your metabolism, your production of hormones, um, the hypothalamus, all of that. So I really like Valerian root and that's the only Avacare product that has it is the Sleepworks. It also really knocks you out, um, just the whole supplement in general. Um, It gives you a very solid, just um, great night's sleep. And Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the things like lemon balm and other adaptogens um and herbs that are in um that particular supplement really help promote tranquility um so i find that after having that i'm definitely falling asleep very rapidly um i don't i would be remiss if i missed two of the very important uh vitamins that also will help boost your testosterone and that would be your vitamin d um if you are deficient in vitamin d it will deplete your testosterone. Um so it's important to be cognizant of the fact that you need a thousand IEUs per twenty five pounds of body weight um is usually a, a normal, typical, like solid recommendation. Um obviously we're not doctors, so but um I mean you produce it by the sunlight. So if you're getting a lot of sun exposure without sunscreen then you probably don't need as much, but in the winter, um, that could be something that, you know, if you're feeling down, sometimes it's lack of vitamin D. Um, mm-hmm. And then another one is I take C-grams every single night. Um, vitamin C not only helps with the production of testosterone, but it also has many other benefits, um, and one of which is just improving digestion, um, et etc., Do you have anything to add on any of those? Um,
1: The vitamin C I know is really good for like free radical um, like uptake as well too, but no, those, you covered the good ones. That's, that's perfect. Yeah.
0: And so we always promote just whole food options and, you know, supplements can only get you so far. So, you know, make sure that your veggies are varied and colorful So that you are getting, and same with your fruit, you know, make sure you have a lot of variety so that you're getting those um, free radicals um, combated with those um, antioxidants that come from our fruits and veggies. But we know that when you are on a macro budget, it is Mm -hmm. difficult to get in all of those essential antioxidants um, through, like, fruit and vegetables. And sometimes you need to fill in the gaps, and that's where these, you know, supplements can help fill in those gaps a little bit when you are on a little bit of a calorie restriction. Um, I remember hearing that an apple from the 1950s now it's like, I think like 30 apples have the same amount of nutrient content. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's crazy how over cropped and, you know, things have, they accelerate like their growth. So, you know, we, there's no way we could eat 30 apples <laughs> in a day um, and try to get all of those nutrients. So that's where supplementation can come into play. As most of you would probably know, um, if you're living the prep life and you have to be very macro conscious. Um, right. So those are some ways that you can get it without adding calories um, and kind of fill in those those spots. Um,
1: absolutely anything to add on that um I think the only other thing that I think is important to mention is just your um mentality um and so I just wanted to cover that real quickly um yeah I know that like as you know like Amy and I have expressed that we have chosen to be natural athletes and we're talking about a hormone here um and There have been like instances in my prep where I had these limiting beliefs and Amy was actually like really helpful and instrumental in helping me overcome those. So I just wanted to share that with our listeners as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I have expressed before that I have scoliosis and I have a curvature that's pretty um, severe. And so my structure is really off. And when you're getting judged on your physical appearance and your physical structure, it can be a really big like Um, obstacle in your brain to think that, okay, I'm going to diet down. I'm going to get my physique to look like this. Will I ever really be able to achieve um, like pro status? That was my ultimate goal. Um, And I really had to make a decision that I was not going to take, I was not going to focus on the things that I couldn't control, but I was actually going to focus on working on the things that I could control. Um, And that's what, Amy had really expressed to me and made sure that I wasn't letting my mind get clouded with those limiting beliefs. And that's exactly what it is. It's a belief that you have that limits your ability to um, achieve success or progress forward because it's something that you're like holding as truth. Um, And so that's why it's good to have like a good coach, but I would also um, along with taking all of the tips and stuff that we share about you know, um, your physical health and aspects that you can implement in your prep. I think it's also really good, no matter what stage you're in, whether it's a prep or reverse. And so do like a mental inventory and just make sure that you are, um, keeping that in check as well. And so that's the only thing that I really wanted to share with people. I know sometimes it's intimidating when you, um, are pursuing this path as a natural athlete. um, But don't let any limiting beliefs hold you back. That's
0: all I have to say. Well, I I might have to make you (laughs) say something more because I feel like just we both listened to this podcast and it really kind of just gave us that good like hit in the face reminder that you need to just if you have a negative thought coming up in your head that you just should say reframe, reset. Some people wear like a rubber band around their wrist and they snap the rubber band just so that they stop that negative thought. Um, I know that I've gone through a limiting belief when I got my food sensitivities test and I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things that like I can't eat and blah, blah, blah. And then Mm. if I just like reframed it and said, you know what, there's all these foods that I can eat and then I can enjoy. And I am so blessed that I've, I found that these foods that give me low energy, um, now I know what they are. And so now I can enjoy foods that give me great energy it allowed me to reframe. And so I was wondering if just really quick, I know we're running out of time, but could you um, share with our listeners how you reframed your untracked um, meals just recently and kind of reset your mind
1: frame there? (laughs) Yeah, yes. So yeah, let me give you some tangible examples. So um, in my reverse, I've kind of transitioned into... Um, some untracked meals and somewhere along that timeline of transitioning into like a really structured reverse and then having a little bit of flexibility. um, I started looking at my refeed meals, which were previously like choices that I made to help, like food choices that were made to fuel me and to fill me back up and to have like positive effects on my body and move me towards my goal. All of a sudden now I'm looking at these refeed meals as more of a cheat meal. So I'm still calling them refeed meals, but I'm looking at them as meals of like, okay, how can I cram every single thing that I'm craving or every single thing that I want um, and just satisfy all of these needs rather than looking at it as something to be um, productive? And my mentality around that, like, I didn't realize it was happening. And that's why I'm saying, like, it's good to have a mental, like, inventory with yourself no matter where you're at. Um, And I really had to assess like, because I was noticing that I was uh, picking out more foods, I was eating extra than my like allotment, or I was just having like no control around certain foods. And it was really my mentality about it. I was looking at it as a cheat meal. And so I was (laughs) trying to get it all in um, rather than looking at it as like, I want to pick foods that are going to make me feel really good mentally and physically. I'm still going to enjoy them, but I really am tired of having these like huge sugar crashes and like kind of feeling like this isn't really helping me move forward. It's kind of just fulfilling like a small want at a small amount of time. So that, and I had mentioned before about like my workouts, I was approaching them as something on my to-do list and I was like running in the gym and I was like, okay, I need to knock out these sets and these reps and get this done because I got to move on to the next thing. And really looking at it more as like, I want to enjoy this moment and I want to really like look at it as um, a stepping stone to moving towards my goals and it being a process. Um, When I reframed my mind around it, I started enjoying it so much more and it's actually been more of like a de-stressor for me rather than a stressor of something on my list so um yeah bodybuilding is a process no matter where you're at in the journey and just accepting that I think um and having those positive thoughts around what you're doing will just make it all the more enjoyable
0: yeah and just to end I I thought it was really a cool thing in the way that you reframed it you started saying you know i'm an athlete i'm a professional athlete and that's why Mm -hmm. i'm choosing these foods to fuel my body um so that i can perform as a professional athlete and and i mean i think that's such a a great way to look at it and um yeah and so yeah with that being said um this is your episode on increasing testosterone and it is episode 38 (laughs) Please find us on Instagram at Preplife Podcast and feel free to send us um, your feedback on this episode or if there are future episodes that you would like to, um, topics that you'd like to hear about, please shoot us a DM or a comment. Um, as far as getting notified, make sure you subscribe. And um, if you would please, if you would give us a rating or review, we would so appreciate it. Um, as this is an unfunded podcast and um, for other people to find us that just helps with the algorithm, so that they're able to find this so if you find value in this please share it with somebody else and this is your founder and ceo of glam girl bikini amy inger signing off with my fabulous co-host and this is
1: chris Nicole, glam girl bikini coach and ifbb bikini pro thanks for listening guys